So, Wilkie. Hamish. This week, I was thinking, because there's been all this talk about NFTs online. I've had to write about them today. I was saying that before we started recording. Yep, that I, I have also seen these things, yes. <laughs> uh, I was thinking we should sell this episode of the podcast as an NFT. Now, will we actually do it? I don't know. I don't know how we do it. Oh, it's something I'm going to have to look up after the show. Mm-hmm. And is it could also be something that I'll like completely forget to look up after the show. Sounds like the sort of thing that one of us would do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make a make a false promise to our listeners because you know our brains are like sieves. We are goldfish. This is this is true. We are two goldfish in a bowl, and someone just sticks a microphone in here for an hour a week, and just any disparate thoughts that happen to be clinging to the insides of our heads just out they come i think but i think it could be really successful and if you're wondering what's an nft i'm gonna tell you after the theme song i'm i'm not wondering but someone else might be exactly Everybody to another episode of the show we like to do here at the weekends, or as you call it, Thursday. It's of course Boy Review, hosted by me, Hamish, and me, Wilkie. Now, Hamish, you were gonna tell us all about a little something called NFTs. Uh, of course, I know exactly what they are, but um, some members of our audience might be confused. Yeah. So, an NFT is this cool new thing on the internet. As it always is. And no, I promise you, it's not a fad. This is not a bubble that's going to burst in like two to three weeks time. This is something that's going to last forever, goddammit. Is that what it stands for? It sounds for new fad thing. (laughs) That was definitely incidental on my part. Uh, NFT stands for non-fungible token. And I think that's explained. Yeah. You know what? what? Look, (laughs) I, I, the amount of money I've had to spend on, uh, purses and bags and uh foam lined cases to keep my tokens in because look if you leave them out for one minute they're just gonna get funged right straight just they go all fungy um the texture is ruined there and the value plummets so these exactly these non-fungible tokens i don't know how they've done them I I don't I, I, the the technology. I've heard it was this special sauce. Yeah, the, it's eleven herbs and spices. Yeah, they cover them in the special sauce, <laughs> and uh, they they become unfungible. Um, funging is the uh, right. the bane of my token collection. I mean, <laughs> you're not wrong, Wilkie. Uh, uh, in in a way, you're not entirely wrong. I don't. I That's don't how I operate. It's, it's That's weird. how I operate. I'm I'm never a hundred percent wrong. There's always a little bit of truth in there. So. Uh, Something that's a fungible. Let's start with like what's an, what would be a fungible token. Go for it. So, Wilkie, if you've got an apple, let's say you've got a Granny Smith and it weighs 100 grams. That's a chunky apple. Yeah. And then I come along with a second Granny Smith apple that weighs 100 grams. Okay. For many intents and purposes, those are identical. Like I could I could trade you my Granny Smith for your Granny Smith 
and that would be a pointless trade but it would be you know there's no real value difference there if you were to go to a shop and pick up granny smith apples you would expect to pay the same amount for each of them all of that kind of that stuff. all makes sense yes right so those are fungible things but let's say you've got the mona lisa there's one of the mona lisa even if you've got the world's best camera the world's best printer and the world's best printer paper and you took a picture and printed out a copy of the mona lisa you couldn't take it to the louvre and say yo i want to swap and try and swap them your mona lisa for their mona lisa this makes sense i mean you could, you try, could try but they'd probably turn around and go no, no. well they, they, they probably turn around and say yeah okay the one hanging up there is also a fake obviously like we wouldn't put the real <laughs> Mona, by Nicolas we Cage. wouldn't put the real Mona Lisa out there because someone would steal it or punch it. <laughs> punch the Mona Lisa. Boy review versus the Mona Lisa. Who wins? I think I think we'd win, but the the cost would be terrible, both financially and morally. We'd we'd win in a physical sense, but in a financial and moral sense, we'd be the biggest loser. The biggest loser, France. Biggest. Biggest Lisa. <laughs> uh, that good. Yeah, that so good if, if someone wants to sponsor us, like give us a sponsorship for the show, um, uh, uh, to be uh, something uh, $850 million, uh, then we'll we'll do a live stream where we go and punch the Mona Lisa. Yep, we promise we'll do that. We get we get uh, just under a billion dollars in ad revenue from uh, a sponsorship then yes we will go and punch the mona lisa and that is a boy review what promise. Are they, famously a boy review promise is worth nothing what what are they gonna do though <laughs> like what crime would we have committed if you just went and punched the mona lisa like what's that'd be like destruction of property or something there, there is a crime for that what if we bought the mona lisa we've had this exact it's conversation the... right what if we bought the mona lisa could you eat it you just eat the mona lisa there's nothing stopping you that's a my brother my brother and me episode if you own the mona lisa that isn't my brother and my brother. For fucking sakes, we're stealing bets. Um, if we bought the Mona Lisa, yeah, you could eat it. St- like, it's yours. What, what, what is someone going to... Like, Wilkie, do you own an ice cream? If you buy an ice cream of an ice cream like, from an ice cream fan, they're not going to, like, smack it out of your hands when you try to eat it. They're going to be like, no, well, you own that <laughs> okay, ice cream now. Like, no, but that that is an example of what you've just been talking about, right? In terms of something being fungible, right? Ice cream... The ice cream man doesn't mind if I eat the ice cream because the ice cream man has a hundred identical ice creams in his van. But the Mona Lisa, someone might object to me eating it's it. It's non-fungible. That, the Mona Lisa is non-fungible. Because okay. it's it's unique. So that's that's why I use the Mona Lisa. Um, so that kind of makes sense for art because like some people would say the unique thing about an original is like the brush strokes and all of that. Whereas a, a, a reprint isn't often seen as as valuable it's a it's a print you know you can probably from the louvre you can probably buy a copy of the mona lisa like on a poster on a little a4 sheet of paper for like 10 20 euros yeah not 850 million euros or dollars or whatever currency you said Mm -hmm. right but an nft a non-fungible token is that all of that but digital so you make a piece of artwork an original, a digital piece of art, and then you can sell that as an NFT. And I know what you're thinking. Couldn't I just like take a screenshot of it? And because it's digital, it's practically identical. 
yeah, but your copy isn't the original. Someone owns that original piece of art and they've bought it. I think I have heard about this. Um, th- I I heard that someone bought the the actual um. God, what's the guy's name? The guy who invented Twitter. The first tweet he made. Yeah, Jack Dorsey's first tweet has been sold. And it's like, sure, you can take a screenshot, but like this person owns like the actual original data that comprise that tweet. Yeah, uh, there's a bunch of things as well. Yeah, they, they own they own that tweet now, somebody. I don't know who it was, but I think it sold for uh, a lot at auction. So if if you look at that tweet, does it have... Does it now have that person's Twitter handle above it as if they tweeted it? I don't think so. No, it still has Jack Dorsey's Twitter handle above it. You can find the tweet. It still is the online. It's still the original tweet. But the ownership of that tweet has gone to somebody else. Okay. Like the legal ownership? Yeah, in a way. Yeah. As as in, like, if, if someone wanted to include a screenshot of that tweet in, like, a documentary about Twitter, it wouldn't be uh, they'd have to ask the other person it wouldn't be up to jack dorsey if they could put it there it would be up to this person who's bought the nft potentially i don't know it gets it gets weird because i think there are sometimes stipulations that are put in place um but a way to think about it might be like on twitter it's now it's 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 almost like who someone's bought a piece of art and they've uh, loaned it to a gallery so the gallery has the the art on display but the gallery doesn't necessarily own the artwork i see i see so that's that's kind of like how it goes, but it gets really weird, right? Okay, I, I can imagine it would. Because, yeah, you start to question, like, what's the difference there? But there, I think there's some really cool possibilities for, say, the future of NFTs. So, for example, one thing you could do is you maybe you're an artist. You make... I'm going to keep using art because that's easy. Like, yeah. Or you make music. Let's go for something different. You make music. You make songs. Maybe you make podcasts. Eh? Maybe you make podcasts. Eh? Maybe, maybe you, you know, maybe you're two guys and you're yeah. sitting in your separate rooms and you're talking to a microphone and you're trying to make just, some money just yeah. hypothetically maybe unless and maybe you want like 850 million dollars to go punch the Mona Lisa <laughs> uh, hypothetically speaking of course I, I, legally this is a joke legally this is a podcast <laughs> um but like let's say you produce music each month um you could say like okay i want to do a q a with my top fans from last month so if you own three of the nfts that i made in february i'll do a q a with you and because then you can prove that someone has bought that nft because you can be like well this nft is exclusive you've bought it because an nft doesn't just have to be say like the tweet where there's one nft it's exclusive it could also be you've it's like you've bought a cd that was a that was about to be my question yeah so when you edit this podcast, right, I send you my audio, you've got your audio, you splice them together, and then say when you wanted to export that to the final MP3 that we, we then put on uh, YouTube and various podcast services, instead of exporting it to, like, your Audacity folder, you export it directly onto a USB, right? So that, that file has only ever existed on that USB. And then could you... You then upload it to to podcast services, right? And then you take out the USB. So the 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 original file is still on the USB stick. You've copied it to put it onto yeah. a, onto the the podcast services. But that USB is the NFT. Kind of, yeah. I think an NFT has to be a specific. 
thing because I think it uses technology similar to like blockchain and stuff. So you can. So that that USB is collateral for an NFT. Potentially, yeah. Because it's like, if it's weird to think about, because like, because it, it, if you think of a Bitcoin, someone owns, even though that's digital, that's something that someone can kind of own. So an NFT is kind of the same thing. It's trying to turn something that's not tangible into something tangible. You can say confirm someone owns this thing that's digital. They haven't just, yeah. you know, co- say with the music, they haven't just copied it off YouTube. They haven't just download. They haven't just, you know, got it off a mate. They own the song. They have paid for it or paid someone uh, okay. else for it. So okay, I'm, I'm trying. To, I'm trying to think of an example that like. Because your examples are really helpful, but I think if I could come up with my own example, then that would help me understand it better. Um, so, you know, you use the example of a £10 note, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, a £10 note represents uh, an amount of gold. Uh, yeah, sneeze. Oh, God. Oh, no. oh, that's horrible. I can't... No! I can't sneeze. <laughs> well, he, went, he went, I'm going to sneeze, and then froze. Well, he broke. <laughs> no. Oh, that was the worst experience ever. Well, he acknowledged the sneeze existed, and so it left. Oh, I feel terrible. So that £10 note represents... I feel terrible and my day is ruined. ...an amount of gold in a bank vault somewhere that is worth £10, right? Uh, theoretically. I, I don't know if it does uh, anymore. Okay. I think it, it, it must represent something, right? <clears throat> so... Well, I don't think we own any gold. Wasn't that a big deal? Some prime minister sold a lot of gold at one point? So, back when money anyway. used to be transferable to gold right um so yeah. the the jack dorsey tweet is still on like twitter's big servers right where they store all the tweets so they, they store all the data right but someone has this little unique token right this code this little book this little block of text that means that they that like represents their ownership right so they don't have on their computer a dot twitter file that is this tweet right i don't know how twitter stores their data right they don't have the the html that represents how that page is put together or anything they just have a little thing that says that they own it so if we sold this episode as an nft you wouldn't have to mail anyone the usb stick they would just have a little digital certificate that says that they're the owner the the original file could be on your computer it could be on google drive it could be wherever yeah it's um so yes an nft is sort of a unique uh the bbc's described it as a unique digital certificate that states who owns a photo video or any form of online media so yeah i could just email this this certificate that's uh, created in such a way that you can't just you know duplicate the certificate the certificate is unique in some way um and yeah they would then own this uh, episode of the podcast or whatever okay that that makes sense to me that's that's cool. It's very odd, uh, but I think there's like it's one of those things where I hope it isn't a fad, uh, because like I mentioned with the you know potentially being able to turn it into like Q and A content, I think that could be really fun uh, for artists as well. There's this idea that people's stuff gets more expensive as time goes on, um, and there's a way you can set up an NFT so that if it's resold, you can take a cut of that resale value. So potentially. It means that if you are an artist and sell something for ten dollars, if in five years' time that same piece resells for a million dollars, you can take a cut of that resale value. Okay, almost like royalties. Yeah, like royalties, and I think that makes it. I think that you know, giving artists a pretty good deal 
I think there's so many opportunities in, say, for music and for everything as well, potentially for podcasting, as we've talked, we've joked about here. Essentially, you know, we could sell NFT versions of a podcast or someone could do that and it that could be very successful. That that genuinely sounds very... So we'd sell the NFT for this episode. Um, We'd still be able to, like, put it on our YouTube and stuff, but it would be someone... Because... I, yeah. I imagine there'd be a little like a contract. It's like, like a like with a little like be fair clause. Like, come on, we can still put it on on like it can still be like <laughs> visible on podcast apps and stuff. Yeah, but I... you own it, and then yeah. later on when we hit, you know, episode five hundred twenty-seven, uh, this person's like, look, I I don't need to own this anymore. It was fun, but now I'm actually going to sell it. Uh, and we're super popular now, and they they sell it for a million. We get like how much? How much is a million? We get like a hundred thousand. A, a percent. We got a hundred thousand quid. Exactly. Uh, and so I think it's really awesome. Um, though I think NFTs are really weird. Yeah, I mean, you've we we've seen today like how confusing they can be, sort of because they they don't necessarily resemble anything else we're familiar with because they're they are trying to fix this really unique modern problem or, or they could just be like the the thing like game stonks people are really interested in it for like a month and yeah. then don't care uh so i'm, I'm gonna give them a, a bad good for nfts i think mean, deep down they're good but i'm worried yeah, it might it might not turn out bubble's great. gonna burst i'm hopeful it will be awesome though the bubble's gonna pop, pop and then i'm gonna fall all the way to the ground have you seen popcat i've not seen popcat what is popcat popcat it's just a picture of a cat right and uh someone has has used like the uh-huh. um what's the the tool on photoshop where everything becomes like liquid and you can move it around freely and they've just like expanded the cat's mouth massively so it's just making this huge circular like open mouth and then if you go from an unedited version of the picture to the open mouth version really quickly it looks like the cat's going like and it's really and it's really funny oh whoa yeah it does look like it it looks really weird uh yeah, I'm going to have to scroll up so I can't see it anymore, yeah. Um but yeah, I just think it it is it it's a good thing that you know I don't have epilepsy cuz yeah. I think that would I'm not I, w- I was thinking I would tweet that but I feel like I'd have to put a warning on it first cuz that is flicking very very quickly. I thought it would be fun. A, but yeah, I'm going to have to scroll up now so I don't. That's a very quick version of it. I've I've seen much more sane versions of it. Like you've you've seen I, I you might have seen I have a I had while I had Nitro for a month, I had access to it from like a minecraft streamers discord nitro. Uh, yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm considering discord nitro discord nitro was was fun for the month that i had it uh i'm considering paying for it we'll see maybe once i have like a proper income once i get a job if i still use discord as much as i do um it could be useful it seems one of those weird things i just find the name interesting it's like yes we're gonna go we need the extra speed let's go nitro nitro and just flick open yeah. the cat and whack the button and then you can you can literally <laughs> boost uh servers get having servers get boosted is 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 really <laughs> exciting uh because you get like higher quality audio calls and high quality images and stuff like that oh Hambo, okay. we've we've been talking about nfts right and how they can how we could potentially make some money off them right we can sell the the ownership of our episodes we could get a cut of if someone sells them again right and if we got enough money if we became super rich uh content creators we might be able to start giving away 
a, like large quantities of money just willy-nilly or just giving people cars right uh but and you know who's already at that stage that's right it's mr beast <laughs> okay so okay. we talked last week also about trying to catch up with some creators i think mr beast is is uh something to aim for right mr beast uh is a uh predominantly a youtuber uh he makes there's there's a, a gaming channel where he does minecraft content usually like minecraft mod uh videos with various friends of his but his, his the sort of the main thing that he's famous for is uh giving away stupid amounts of money um or giving away uh things so challenges like the last person to to stop touching the you know that the last person left touching the car gets the car right so you're all just standing there with a hand on this car until you're like i gotta go to the loo uh, and so whoever stays there the longest gets to keep the car it's very much like what can i put it's like what can i put people that i'm very close friends with or what can i put complete strangers through um to get them to do weird stuff to earn significant amounts of money uh there was one that's like uh he drew like a circle on the ground and put people into like quadrants and they had to just stay there um and then halfway through this guy was like look i've got a job like i work at mcdonald's down the street uh i contemplated quitting on the phone but i'm not going to see you guys and just like goes off and does his real life job while the others sort of sit there and fashion toilets out of stuff um but there's (laughs) mr beast has reached a point in his sort of content creator ascension that i wanted to talk about specifically and that is the uh december 2020 launch of mr beast burger Oh, okay. Yes, I I know a lot about Mr. Beast Burger, so I feel like I can actually talk about this. I think it's really cool. Oh, brilliant! You can you can help me with this. So the Mr. Beast Burger, you can't see this because we don't do this on video, but I'm I'm doing quote marks right. It was a virtual dining concept, uh, which sounds like uh nonsense and bollocks, uh, which it kind of is, uh, but it also it's wasn't. A, um, it's an NFT meal, right, everybody? What you do is you send someone money and they send you a certificate which says you own a burger somewhere. You own a burger in a deep freezer somewhere in Svalbard and you can you can sell it to someone. Um, so first of all, I'm looking at the Mr. Beast uh, burger website, Hambo. I don't know if you've also got it up. Um, Mr. Beast does not look like the sort, like what you expect him to look like, especially not in this Mr. Beast burger promotional picture. Um, his facial hair is not particularly well kept this was in the middle of lockdown so he might not have had the chance to the it's a rather windy day his hair's a bit out of it he looks to be wearing pajama trousers and a raincoat and nothing else um it's a it's a bit of, it's a <laughs> it's wrong. a bit of a look um but he he doesn't like somebody that like woke up in the middle of the night found out that a storm was on its way and was going to tear through his home and so just went yeah it was just like cool grabbed the grabbed the first car he could find and was outside the door like good for survival bad for like preparedness so as far as i can tell the mr beast burger it, it it's it's like um what was the other the other one the, the the a like a rapper was it who did a collaboration with a burger restaurant and it was like this is how um oh you're thinking of um, he did a Fortnite concert, Travis Scott, yeah, with the, McDonald's. Yeah, the 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 Travis Scott burger. It's like this is how Travis Scott has his burgers, um, and 
I think I think I don't know if it was a burger. It might have been like a meal. Yeah, you can get like the Travis Scott McDonald's meal. Yeah, this meal. is the, this is the meal that Travis Scott gets when he goes to McDonald's, right? And it's a little bit twisted. You know, it's not quite what you'd normally get because you know he gets special treatment because he's rich. Um, but that's sort of how what what as far as I can tell, the Mr. Beast burger was. This was like this is how Mr. Beast like he likes his burgers. Um, and there was also uh, he has some friends, uh, Chandler, Chris, and Carl um they're like uh friends of his who like work on the channel with him i know carl from um dream smp carl does a lot of uh tales from the smp content as well um that's survival multiplayer and they all have like stuff like i can see here that chris has a burger with fries shoved in chandler just has like what looks like a more traditional cheeseburger and then carl has just a grilled cheese sandwich which on an inverted bun not not on the inverted bun hambo so you put the cheese on what would be the outside you put the top upside down and you smash it right oh okay it's, that it's, cool. it sounds pretty cool um, um but hamish we don't live in america uh we in america. don't live in um wilson north carolina particularly where this first launched um in uh november of 2020 they actually started in november but we could live near a mr beast burger at some point in the future from what i understand we could. from how it works we could um and we, we could currently live next to a restaurant that will become a mr beast burger you never know you never know and that's the thing i think we need to prepare ourselves for the future and so here's what you have to do hamish we have to be ready for the future and what does that mean that means we have to decide what would be on the good good burger oh okay so that's all right that's what the segment is right we're, we're making the good good burger i think there should also then be um like wilco and hambo style burgers maybe that the, the, like the hamburger would be what yours would be called um okay yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. mine could be like the 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 wilkie wilkie wild wild west burger um i don't know why it would be that um mine would probably have to be like the vegetarian option because uh, i don't eat a lot of meat I eat meat occasionally. My my philosophy on eating meat is that if there's already meat that's been cooked and no one else is going to eat it and I'm still hungry, the most vegetarian thing for me to do is to eat it because otherwise it goes to waste. Okay, that makes sense. But yeah, mine, if, if we want the good good burger to be, we there's probably going to be like 3D printed improbable burgers by then. Um it, it, they're going to be more likely. They're not impossible anymore. They're just improbable. I think they're called impossible. Burgers. Well, no, they're impossible. Oh, they're improbable. They're okay. impossible thought... now, but we've got better at it, so <laughs> now they're it... improbable. <laughs> okay, it took me a second there. I didn't realize where you were going with that. Bit. <laughs> the infinite improbability. That's very good. Throwback to whatever episode we did. Uh, we talked about <laughs> Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. The uh, the infinite improbability burger. No. Um. So yeah, you'd probably have the option to have any of these with the with the impossible improbable burger on it but um hambo has has anything jumped out to you in 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 your mind so okay yeah well i i think we need to consider what the good good burger yeah. would be i think we need to maybe let give that time to just gestate and i think um theoretically we also need to come up with a bad bad burger you know like have that burger challenge where oh. if you if you can eat the bad bad burger and not oh throw my up, god you you get your picture i didn't on even wall. consider that yeah okay the bad bad burger um also uh complete tangent there's a restaurant or a, a bar somewhere in america where you can order a a d20 shot uh like and if if you want a specific one of them you have to pay like double 
or you can just pay so it's like six dollars but if you pay three dollars you roll a d20 and you get a random shot of this list and uh the the like nat 20 is like some something like really expensive really nice alcohol uh and the the one is like soy sauce and sriracha sauce and you just do a shot of of like (laughs) salty spicy horrible um but yeah, so yeah, like a, a bad bad burger as well. Um, uh, we have to do that with our with our D and D group. So okay, so the Hambo burger, uh, the hamburger. Like for me, uh, my favorite thing to get at restaurants. Is I don't like getting beef burgers or whatever. I I really like getting chicken burgers, um, and I'd really like a. I think a crispy chicken burger is a good way to begin with. Uh, you know, I, brilliant. I, that's I, a that's a solid baseline to start with. Yeah. Uh, I think there has to be, you know, I, I want maybe sort of like not not very hot, but maybe, you know, thinking like traditional peri-peri levels of hotness. Maybe not peri-peri flavor, okay. maybe more barbecue-y, okay. but like a little bit of heat to it with a barbecue over the top. A barbecued chicken, normal, I think. Um, I think we have to put in some cheese, like cheese. Okay. Uh, and... Then throw in some lettuce, uh, some onions, plenty of onions. And I think we have to, I'm trying to think anything else I want to throw in. Like some, like, I think you'll maybe some, uh, maybe some cucumber, get it all, get it all going. And then what's going to be the thing that's going to be like the, the thing that makes it a ham, hamburg, hamburger, Ham hamburger. <laughs> no one's going to be able to pronounce it. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll have the Hamish one. No, you got to say it right. Say it right. It holds it like a spatula. Firstly, I think the top button, you know how you get seeds yeah. on a button? I think the seeds have to be arranged in an H on the top button. Okay, that's that is incredibly anal of you. I I have a suggestion that, that I was gonna go that I was gonna go with that could sort of uh what well, my my idea was that we would have uh brands because we've got our little double thumbs up logo that we could brand onto the top of the burger so we could have a little H that could go on the top in like the same text like the same speech bubble okay. thing okay so you open it up and you see like oh I've got the H or I've got the good good burger okay no I like that okay I like that better that's probably way easier than just trying to get someone to place seeds on top of my yeah bike, i mean look even though i would if, like if, that. if we're rich enough we could probably get someone to do that but uh failing that i think brands would be fun you know what i want to make this go a little bit wild and i think it wouldn't just be a barbecue sauce i'd want to combine like barbecue and peanut butter oh i don't know if that would actually work but i want to make like a barbecue peanut butter thing that sounds that sounds really good yeah so it's like a bit weird okay and that's that's what I so go we for. have we have the, I'm gonna I'm, I'm writing these down. We have the hamburger, which is spicy peanut barbecue crispy chicken burger with lettuce, lots of onion, and cucumber, uh, with an H branded into the top of the and, bun. And and cheese. Oh, and cheese. Yeah, of course, cheese. Maybe maybe with the peanut butter in there, you'd have to get rid of the cheese. Maybe the cheese would be something to have to go. But we'd we'd have to work it out. Cheese and peanut butter is good. So the 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 the, the Wilkie burger. Can't think what it'd be called. First of all, Hambo, both of us, we both really like burger sauce, don't we? Yes. I, I in in um the house where I would live if I were at, at uni right now, uh, we have like a takeaway size bottle of burger sauce in the fridge. It's brilliant. God, it it it's I so love good. That. I, I I just have to settle for like the smaller bottles, whatever I can find around. But I I do really like it. I really 
it's it's disappointing that Izzy hates burger sauce and ketchup for that matter. Uh, she hates both of them, so I I don't get to have it super duper often because even the smell oh, can no. like, get her. We'd we'd have to have our own in-house burger sauce, like with our own uh, proprietary mix. Uh, it would have to have like proper bits of bits yeah. of like pickle in it. You and me in it. A bit what? what? Yeah, our blood in the sauce. Um, it's 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 pickled pickled something. Just it's it's not pickles. It's pickled hamburger. <laughs> pickled oh god. Um, but yeah, mine would definitely have pickles on it. Um, okay. And, yeah. Uh, so yeah, it, it would be a like a corn burger or a, maybe a maybe a fish patty. Maybe like a like a salmon burger. Ooh, that sounds good. Are you talking like a fish cake style thing with the breaded crumb, or are you talking like a slab of uh, salmon? Not okay. Not. I think the slab of salmon. Not could like be nice. a salmon fillet. What I was because there, there, there's a midpoint uh. right between a, a straight fillet and a crab cake, right? Because or like a fish cake, because fish cakes have like potato and mayonnaise and egg in them. Yeah, uh, yeah. there it is possible to make Ugh. a a salmon burger with just salmon. Uh, where you use like actual like chunks of salmon and it's held together by like salmon paste and it's all just salmon there's no um there's nothing added to it so th- that sounds really nice but also i've i've had this this idea in in my head right because um whenever i used to get like a meal deal like you pick up a meal deal uh for lunch you know if you're out out in town with your mates pick up a meal deal i would always get the like walker's sensations sweet chili crisps sponsor us walkers yeah gary lineker is he's walkers right <laughs> yeah 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 well no we, we we'd replace gary gary lineker yeah. gary lineker is currently sponsored by we'd be like get him off okay who, who even is gary he's lineker? old like, what's for right who knows he's we're young we're young and cool we are the we're the new blood like we could we could be you know what if you want us to we'll beat him at football we will play a football match against him. Just the two of us versus him. It doesn't matter that there's two of us and one of him, but we'll beat him. Look, he's he's older than us, okay? He's He's got an advantage, right? He's spent more time playing football. <laughs> on on that occasion, we right. will say that him being old is a good thing. But uh, in general, him being old is a bad <laughs> thing, so fire him. Um, I would get the, the, the sweet chili sensations crisps, right? And I'd put them in my sandwich to add a bit of crunch. And so that is what, Ooh, that okay. is what I would want to do. I I think I've actually got it. I th- I think I I might actually have it. Um, a tuna melt with sweet chili crisps in it. You'd have to be so careful to not make the crisps to, to not lose yeah, yeah, the yeah. crunch of the crisps. Um, I don't know how you'd do that. Science, baby. Science, baby. Um, Wookie, we'll work it out. Yeah, we'll work it out. But yeah, it's a a um a tuna and uh like cheese blend melt with sweet chili i love that you're typing this out yeah well we gotta have a we gotta have a record of it right okay and now the big one the good good burger and the good good burger the what what would the bad bad burger be would it just be incredibly spicy no i think the bad bad burger has to have um ingredients that don't go together and um durian ketchup you know durian fruit stinks that would be good that's really smart i want to throw in as well um coriander because is, is that the herb that some people think tastes like um soap yeah soap that's it yeah yeah coriander or uh, uh americans would call it cilantro yes uh yeah so like get me. that in there i i taste soap when i eat when i eat coriander 
raw onion. Raw onion can be good, but I think we throw it in there. Because some people can like raw onion, but I think it will it will gross some people out. I think we we like I think we've actually got to put a burger in there, so it's got to be a patty. But I think we we make it a thin patty, thin but not crispy. Thin but not crispy. It's in there to to so that the burger can meet the definition of a burger, but for no other reason. It's not there to be good. It's not there to be nice. It's like the blandest of bland meat. And it's, if you ask for it, uh, you know, medium, they do it well done. If you ask for it well done, they do it barely touches the fire. It's they do it, steak they do it how you don't want it cooked. Yeah. Um, and actually, I think the only way you can do it would be probably you pro- well, well, well done. Oh, what's this? Um, it's called the Sir Stroming. It's fermented Baltic heron, herring. From Sweden. Oh God! Okay. And a Japanese study found that these uh, sastroming releases the most putrid odor of any food in the world. Something like that would be perfect, right? Pickled herring, fermented pickled herring, raw onion, coriander herb salad, durian fruit ketchup. Uh, served on what's the what's like? Um. Oh, you know those. Um. Oh, oh God! No, I thought about it and now I can't. Oh, it is horrible. You know when you buy like bread and it's covered in flour. Right, they've put flour on it in the oven to like I don't know I don't know why they do it, and it's just covered in loose flour, and your fingers are covered in flour, and you can't hold on to it because it's all floury. Yes, that like served on an on a on a, a extra flour dust, and then you get flour like on your lips as you bite into it. Yeah, it's just a, it's a floury bap, but floury to the extreme. Bap. So far, the bad bad burger is. I think, and yeah, an unseasoned thin but not crispy patty it's done like sous vide um thin but yeah. not crispy patty uh with pickled fermented herring raw onion a coriander herb salad and durian fruit ketchup served on an extra flour dusted bap yeah i and i'm sure there'll be like other bits i think we could throw in like i'm sure we could we could throw in like an eyeball or something yeah or like like a like a fish eyeball some sort of ghost pepper death chili sauce oh that's better yeah you put in like the hottest spiciest thing on the planet whatever it is like a carolina reaper into that durian sauce okay that's what you i think that finishes it durian off. fruit and carolina reaper yeah just terrible in every way just make it awful and last but not least nothing good at all it's bad bad there's no redeeming qualities uh the good good burger what would oh hear me out hear me out hambo right the good good burger is a build your own burger because because <laughs> that's a cop out but that's also really smart <laughs> so it's like it's like that then it's the burger you want it's such a cop but like also is that not the point you know <laughs> that's such a, that's such a <laughs> shitty answer just like but it's so perfect. any effort um, I've been rewatching some episodes of Community with my parents, right? And you know how every episode of Community involves Jeff Winger making some sort of really dramatic speech. I've, I've and, never like... seen Community. Okay, the the main the, the main character. What's Community on? Is it on Netflix? It's on Netflix. Yeah. Um, Jeff Winger is always making these like he's always making these inspiring speeches, right? Uh, that persuade the group to like not give up whatever problem they're trying to fix. Uh. I, I feel like I often will get into these very, like, waxing poetical speeches about, the like, what good good means, right? But surely the goodest of goods Don't say is when you 
design is when it is exactly what you want right because bad bad can be universal right the the bad bad burger is universally bad but there's no there's no way that one single burger could be good good for everyone on earth right because as you said like like what if the burger like i would want my burger to come with burger sauce right but izzy wouldn't so that's not a good good burger is it the good the good good burger can't exist i hate i hate that you're right wilkie i hate that you're not wrong it's i i it's Oh, I feel so icky. I feel icky <laughs> I saying the good, good burger is what you want it to be. I feel gross. <laughs> I feel dirty. I feel like I've been covered in durian and <laughs> covered in... Uh, in Carolina Reaper sauce. Oh, God. Am I wrong, though? You're not wrong, and that's why I feel so gross. <laughs> uh, it feels so wrong, but factually, it's so correct. Have you ever had carolina reaper wilkie i never have no i've i've never really done anything that's like super spicy i've never had something that is like famously spicy so i okay because I've, I've done it twice that i can think of so um i remember i worked at a pub one summer whilst i was at uni but when i and when i came home and uh i remember one evening some guy that was a regular had brought in uh scotch bonnets for people to try Ooh. i think he'd grown them uh, and I knew they were hot, but I didn't realize quite how hot they were. Firstly, just on its own, a Scotch bonnet does not taste that nice. There was nothing good about the experience. And I just took a big bite of it and it it was... Ab- see, see, that already sounds like a mistake, right? When, when you took a big bite out of any just whole <laughs> chili, right? You want to have a little nibble. Yeah, it was, it, was, it, was a, it was a healthy serving of it. And then... Uh, One of yeah, your five it, a day. First, I thought like... <laughs> I did want my five a day and then I wanted to evacuate all of them oh, in one God, go later no. on. <laughs> the value of the NFT of this episode is dropping by the second. <laughs> it's a horrible story. <laughs> keep going, keep going. I want to hear the rest. Um, uh, but it was just a bad... At first, it was just the taste of it just on its own was bad. And then slowly the heat kicked in and it got progressively hotter and hotter and hotter and hotter and I just could not cope. I did have to sit down for about 15 minutes to get over <laughs> this flaming heat that was just inside of me oh, like no. i just i just we had we had like an ice cube thing and i just had to like pop out a few ice cubes into my hand and like slowly just put them in my mouth to try and cool me down sitting um, there doing breathing exercises the the, the the guests all found it very amusing as i wasn't the only person that was struggling there were other people but i'd I, i'd taken quite a, a hefty chunk as i mentioned uh, and so was struggling the most. You'd, you'd bitten off more than you could chew, as it were. Literally. Literally. <laughs> uh, the other thing I did is Dad quite likes his spicy food, and so I got him pick a lily infused with Carolina Reaper, and you ca- you've got to have the smallest of smallest portions of it. Like you take a teaspoon and you just gently dip in the very tip of it in, and then try and spread that over your. Uh, your toast or whatever you're having on on a sandwich even though you're only putting a little bit on it's it's really well made because the the, it cost quite a lot for the jar you got but they obviously pumped a lot of ingredients into it because even because they know you can't have much of this thing and so the little bit you put on not only do you get a good kick but you actually get a really nice flavor from it it's really strong oh that's good um so i want to give that and pick a lily a good good and i want to give uh scotch bonnets are bad bad there was nothing <laughs> fun about that experience nothing at all um yeah i i feel like we haven't we haven't talked about mr beast enough to to 
qualified to sort of actually review Mr. Beast. I feel like we'd have to try a Mr. Beast burger to review it. But our fictional uh, boy review burger, um, burger review, I feel like we've done pretty well. Obviously, the bad, bad burger is bad, bad. But like that was the point. So so I don't feel like that's necessarily yes. a loss. Um, what is it? The bit from Sonic where it's like, I didn't expect that, but I was expecting not to expect something. So it doesn't count. Like <laughs> we designed it to be, we designed it to be bad, bad. So, so that was a, that was a win. Um, good, good, good burger is good, good. Uh, I, your, your hamburger sounds genuinely delicious. Um, and I, I really like the sound of yours with the salmon that, oh, and the crispy. I just think that sounds, that sounds perfect. I, I'd want to eat all of the burgers. Yeah, you, yeah, you, you'd want to eat the bad, bad burger just for the clout, right? Yeah. Or we could, we could, we could collab with, um, you know, hot ones from First We Feast, the uh, the spicy chicken wing tasting show. <laughs> we could collab with them to make yeah. our durian fruit and Carolina Reaper ketchup. Yeah, and, and maybe for a few episodes, the last thing you do isn't like isn't a chicken wing; it's the bad, bad burger. It's, you you have to eat. So it's just extra difficult. Yeah, it's just extra horrible. God. Well, that was that was a lot of fun. Hambo, I, I had a I had another segment that we're not going to do because we don't have time, and I'm not especially proud of it. But um, it was I, what was it, Wilkie? Come it on. was a a collective nouns quiz, right? So I, I would I would... oh that sounds good. That's going to be back next week because we were talking about this in D and D. We were trying to work out what's the collection of something. Yeah. Um. Oh, weren't I, we? Yeah. No, we absolutely were. Um, the collective noun for. For ghosts, yeah, the, I, I think it was. Yeah, the collective noun for a group of ghosts is called a fright. So yeah, we we can save the uh, the the collective nouns quiz for for next time. Definitely, we should definitely give that a go because that sounds uh, that sounds awesome. And there there must be like five hundred different things here that all have collective nouns from somewhere. Oh, maybe next week we could uh, we could find a guest, and that could be a boy beats world. It could, yeah, we could get a guest on next week. That'd be exciting. But with all of that, with a little teaser for next week, uh, we that's that's the show. We hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, if you think that our boy review burgers sounded nice, you can tweet at us. You can be like hashtag boy review hashtag burger, and we'll see that on Twitter. Uh, and if you've liked the show, you know you can put hashtag boy review hashtag a good good. Let all your friends know that boy review's awesome. Maybe you could just, if you don't use Twitter, you could always just give it a five stars. You could give it a like. Uh, if you're on YouTube, give it a subscribe. Do all of that stuff. Get, li- give a comment down below about what would be on your burger. Do do whatever you want. It's, yeah. it's your space. And if we turn this into an NFT, it's it's somebody else's space. But still do what you want. And with all that, it's going to be a goodbye from me. And it's going to be a good goodbye from me. <laughs> See ya. Yeah. How have we never said good goodbye before?